Hello and welcome to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. This is Claire Edelston from Positive Life Workshops and this is funded by the National Lottery Community Fund, thanks to the government. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about addiction. Addiction as in addiction to painkiller drugs that the GP are prescribing and to antidepressants and things like that that I've been taking over time and just kind of talk through what happened and how I got off them and how how I made those changes to my life. So once I'd started to take those steps towards changing my life and I came off those mental health medications which was quite a difficult thing to do because they make you feel good, they make you not care about what's going on. And as you start to come off them, reality starts to show and life gets difficult. But when you're in the right circumstances, it's not as difficult. So if I'd have come off the medications and still been in the same circumstances in the abusive relationship, then I probably would have just ended up straight back on the medications because it was my environment causing the problems so I know I'd talked about the PMDD but that was under control but I was still having the anger and the suicidal thoughts and things like that when things were going on that were good so once I stepped out of that situation and I wasn't in that situation anymore I'd moved out into my mum and dad's house then I had that freedom to be able to come off this medication because I was free I wasn't trapped anymore I wasn't in the environment that was causing me to need the medication. I was, well, my mum was looking after me, but I was being looked after. I was eating better. I was probably doing a bit more exercise. I was starting to think more clearly. I wasn't worried all the time about what he was thinking. I was free to do what I wanted. And even though I was still back at my parents, I still had that kind of constraint of, you got to kind of live to your parents' rules when you go back to your parents' house, haven't you? And when you've lived your own life for such a long time away from your parents, you kind of have to take that step into, mm, right, okay, I'll do as I'm told again. And that's a difficult thing to do when you're an adult. So eventually I found a house that I wanted to move into and I carried on. So I'm still taking painkillers at this point. So I had an accident where I worked on the ward and a patient fell out of bed and injured my back. And I've got some sort of damage to my L4. So I was taking tramadol and codeine. Now I was taking tramadol and codeine for a long, long time, many, many years. And when I look back, I started taking them for the back pain. And I continued to take them and continued and continued and continued. And they were also just as bad as the mental health medication. They just made me not care. I weren't bothered about what was going on. So even though I hated work, I was still going, but I was having my painkillers, so I was all right. I didn't care. I could still do my job. I could still look after the patient. I was plodding on. I was keeping going. But in reality, those painkillers were just hiding the fact that I hated work and that there was stuff going on there that I didn't agree with and that I didn't like and that I wouldn't do. And when you're in a situation where you're caring for people with mental health problems and you're working in dementia and things like that, it gets quite a difficult situation. A lot went on that I didn't agree with when back in the day and you just kind of do a lot of bullies and things like that. And I just started to hate the NHS system. Um, but it was probably because of the people that were 
around me back then rather than what was going on but the whole system don't even get me going on that we'll be here all day so <laughs> i kind of became addicted to the medication for the painkillers to get me away from life and to get me away from my back pain and it made things out it made things all right i felt good on them felt fine and then fast forward to a few years later I got my own house and I had met my partner, now Kevin. We'd had a child together, Jamie. So fast forward to a few years later and I met Kevin and we wanted a child and we had Jamie together, um, who's now six years old. But after I had Jamie, I started taking the painkillers again, even though I came off them and I was pregnant, I started taking them again because I was still working in that situation where I didn't like it and I was using pain as an excuse to carry on taking them and working, it's hard work, it's physical work, it's hurting my back, I need them and I, and I kind of told myself that as well and that's what I believed, looking back it wasn't that reason at all, I hated it though, until you realise these things it's quite difficult to get out of the situation so if you're in that situation where you're taking painkillers you're taking them quite regularly so are you exercising are you in a nice environment do you want to get away from anything because sometimes when we actually figure out the reason that we're actually continuing to take these things and the reason that we are addicted because that's what it becomes once you get them in your system and you can't and you have, you have to take them to feel normal once you get addicted to them it's so so difficult to come off them so i was on tramadol and codeine and I got too fake and I think I probably took an extra codeine without realising it because I was in so much pain and it made me so poorly and that day, well the day after, I kind of decided, right, that's it, These me this, this medication that I'm taking is just destroying my body and I literally just stopped. That was the hardest four days of my life. So just lay in bed, feeling sick, being sick, sweating, feeling like a drug addict. Because I was. I was taking these medications to get away from my life. And I just decided that I was going to stop. And I spent the four days in bed, literally feeling like I was going to die. Um, early eating and drinking. But I did it. I did it. And on the fifth day, I woke up and I felt great. My thoughts were my own. I weren't trying to get away from everything. And it's like, oh, right, okay, this is all right, this. And I managed to keep that up. And still to this day, that's probably five, six years ago now, but still to this day, I don't really take painkillers. I'll have the paracetamol if I really, really need it. But I don't take them. And I was taking those four times a day, every day from my back. Now, I still have back pain, but I don't take painkillers for them. I do yoga. I kind of started, once I got past that, I'm not doing this anymore. It's destroying my brain and my body. Really bad for my mental health. Making me feel sick because I took too many. That was the, that was the, that was the trigger. I, took, I must have taken too many codeine because I felt sick. And I was like, oh. And it scared me because I'd been suicidal and I didn't want to die. And, and when you get into that situation and you feel sick, and you know you've probably had too many painkillers it's quite a scary situation luckily I look back and I realise that I probably only had one dose too many in a day and it wasn't a massive over amount but 
it could have been. And that's the thing. It's looking back and seeing what we do and where we change things and how things go. It could have been a different story altogether. I could have carried on, but I didn't. I started to use yoga. I just YouTubed it. Yoga for lower back pain. And it was the best thing I did. And I started to do yoga. Probably 10 minutes. Once every now and then. And then my back had started hurting. And I'd do yoga again. 10 minutes now and then. And then I, I kind of... My back would be aching because I'd be doing more physical work one day. And then I'd start the yoga again. And then eventually I kind of started doing it a couple of times a week quite regularly. No, I'd probably do it... I probably do it almost daily, but not a regular routine. I just use it as a painkiller. So if my back's sore, I'll do a few certain yoga poses to help myself physically feel better, to stretch my back and to look after my back and to try and fix my back. So instead of trying to mask the pain, I'm trying to fix it. That It's like, why don't the doctors tell us to do this? It was mind-blowing. I'd actually had some Pilates, so one of the physiotherapists showed me how to do Pilates, one of my mum's friends. And that really, really helped, and that's kind of what guided me towards the yoga and the poses. And I thought, well, the kind of... It looked like yoga. And I'm like, I'll just YouTube yoga and see what happens. Low, yoga for lower back pain, and when we hold it, it works, and my back feels great, and every time it starts hurting, I do the yoga again. done it a few times this week. I'm hoping, now I've said it here, that I will become more accountable and I will actually start to do it a little bit more often. So even if it's just for a couple of minutes a day, it's just taking that time out to do something for yourself. And that's it for this week's episode on addiction. If you have any questions, take yourself over to the Broken Mind and Growing Confidence group and ask away in there and we'll see if we can guide you in any way. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Leave us a review, subscribe, come and join the Facebook page, Positive Life Workshops Community Interest Company. Membership and the mini courses will be available soon. We also have a group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, as well as the Ladies Wellbeing Group. Thank you for listening to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence.